Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the episodic edition of the fourth and long talk show. Okay, so let's get this thing going. I know, try to do this thing weekly, but hey, hey, let's be real. When you called student and when you got work, you don't <laughs> got time for all this. But it doesn't matter because, Jalen, we still get you at least three great shows a week. So Three this great is, shows a week. This is just a territory on top, okay? So... Who really cares about that one? But, dude, we got the big three in the NBA. Well, the, the, I'll put in quotes the big three. Big and um, I'm just going to tell you right thing. now, I don't know how you feel about this. <laughs> it ain't going to work. Um, the Steelers are putting together the most hated, easily disliked group in the in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Is Phil Burbs a first ballot Hall of Famer? Some coaching news around the league. Everyone doing things right except for the Texans. Shocker there. Some NHL stuff, and also the Idiot of the Year award already has – it's almost been clinched at this point, and we're uh, – as a record, we're like three weeks into this. So, yeah. Is it O'Brien again? Actually, surprisingly not this time, but we got a lot of <laughs> stuff to talk about. Of course, I'm your host, Ross Allen, joined alongside – by the great face, the bald beast, not former bald, not so much anymore, but I still call him that because it's funny, Jalen Johnson. And the funny thing is, you see this, uh, this kind of shows our dichotomy of the show perfectly because mm-hmm. we weren't really planning on doing this, but I saw Jalen do this when the, when we started re- the meeting, uh, the recording. And I was like, hey, you know, I'm just going to hop on the bandwagon. But for those that are watching on video, first off, thank you. Second of all, you see us in uh, Sharks and Vegas attire, you know, because <laughs> the co-hosts have to be rivals with each other because that's uh, – Yeah, it just had to happen. <laughs> that's how things work. But real quick, before we hop into things, talking about the implosion, the upcoming implosion in the Big 3, let's thank our sponsor, Thrive Fantasy. So we all know, man, championship weekend just passed – Oh, I cannot wait to release this breakdown for this with uh, me and Alex. But the Super Bowl, it's only like two weeks away, man. Less than that. Um, less than that. Okay, so that's just insane. This season's flown by. But what better time now to get started with some sports betting? Because you just go, got to make yourself some money, right, Jalen? Gotcha. Little side hustle with that money, especially with our deal when you use our promo code. Fourth and long for those that aren't on, um, that are just on audio. That's the number four T H A N D L O N G capsule matter. But you can essentially get free money with what we do because if you use that promo code, Jalen, if you deposit at least 20 bucks, they'll match you up to $50. So essentially, you can get $53. And for good at betting, then that's just easy money. Everyone's their own little sports expert. You can bet on your own team. Bet on your own favorite fighters. You don't just have to bet on random things. You can bet on your own favorites. Right. Like your shoe-ins. Like you don't just have to do exactly. random bets. Like, you can – there's just – it's prop betting too. And honestly, not going to lie, prop betting is a little more fun, a little less pressure. Especially um, especially if you haven't bet before, prop betting is the way to go just to start off. so much simpler because they do all the research for you already. So you can mm-hmm. be an idiot and go in there and just see what they have and be like, oh, Okay, I'll just do that. You don't have to research yourself. If you want to, just waste the money that they gave you for free instead of wasting your own money. <laughs> and you might make something. So, <laughs> Right? Super easy. Just go to thrivefantasy.com or you go to the App Store or Google Play Store. Download the Thrive Fantasy app. Get started today. But, Jalen, let's <laughs> talk our NBA news. But first off, your NBA 
power rankings. Let's yes, see him from yes. five to one this time. From five to one? Yes, All sir. Right. We can we build the anticipation of the number one spot. Come on now. Yes, yes, yes. You're All right. For number five right now, uh, I definitely have uh, the Clippers. Uh, I, I want to put them higher, but I, I kind of have to see a little bit more from them. Uh, I feel like they've been slightly inconsistent mm. as of late. Uh, they've obviously won the games against the weaker teams in the league uh, lately, but they've struggled uh, more against uh, more higher competition. Uh, I expect them to pick it up, and I expect them to be back up in the top three uh, by next week. I don't expect to have them at five for very long. So right now I have Los Angeles at three. Uh, moving on to my next one, number four, I have the New York Nets. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about their big three coming up next. <laughs> uh, but um, they got their big three, and then I what they've won two games, I think, since they got the big three. Mm-hmm. But their big three has only played together twice, and they're zero and two. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point. Um, so I think that they could put it together. They have three MVP candidates on their team, high scores. Uh, so. I hope that they can pick it up. I want to see how it looks for them to be efficient. Mm-hmm. Efficient is going to be some beautiful basketball, top of the line basketball, best basketball we've seen ever. Um, so yeah. I hope they pick it up. That, that Those three players together, those by themselves, those three are top of the line players. But if they all three play to the top of their ability together on the court at the same time, we can see one of the best uh, uh, big three lineups we've seen ever. Now we're going to have Michael Jordan come back to the league. They're going to reform the the Bulls from the 90s because he took it personally. <laughs> I took it personally. <laughs> All right. Am I at number three now? Am I at number three yes, now? Yes, sir. All right. For my number three, I have the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks are a great team right now. As long as Giannis is in airballing free throws and three-pointers, uh, they're a great team. Uh, hey, they're on a winning streak. About them Bucks, though. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about their blue jerseys. They're they're kind of city jerseys uh, because to me, uh. to me, <laughs> it's a nice uniform, but on mm-hmm. the Bucks, it just doesn't work for me. It doesn't seem right at all. I don't like the cream, and the green, and like the white, but then where you get this teal blue from? I, I don't know. I don't know where they got that from, man. <laughs> like, I'm so confused. <laughs> uh, right now, I do have the Bucks at three. Um, the Bucks are looking nice. Um, Giannis really does need to work on his jump shot, though. If he could fix that jump shot, they'd be uh, absolutely amazing. But as usual, he's still a freak athlete uh, in the paint uh, and everywhere else on the court other than the jump shot as of right now. So they're doing great. They're beating great teams. They're beating bad teams. They're doing what they need to do. Uh, they... Can honestly get better. Uh, there are mistakes that they're making that are going to cost them. The couple of games that they have lost has been their – I think it's more been themselves uh, losing the game than it has just been and absolutely just getting outplayed. Um, so I look for them to improve uh, very quickly, honestly. Um, I have a surprising number two this week. Number two, I do have the Jazz. Uh, the Jazz with Donovan Mitchell, after being told by Shaq this week or last week that um, – he he wasn't capable of going to that next level of a as a player. Adrian, just gotta ask you a question. <laughs> yeah, has he found the next level? 
I think he has. I feel like I feel like well Shaq said he did it on purpose. Shaq said he didn't do it to be disrespectful. He did it to say it to him to get him. Yeah, of course. Of course. That's what he wants us to think. Yeah, yeah. And then uh-huh. he, he said it to his face. He even said in the interview, I don't know if you heard me say it, but I want to say it again just so you heard me so that you can hear it. And like and Donovan Mitchell has been going crazy. Uh Donovan Mitchell is I think in points, assists and rebounds. I think he all his uh, besting his season average so far. Hey, I respect uh, that move by early. Shaq though. If I'm being honest, like I was kind of digging on them, but that's yeah, that's a good move. <laughs> I mean, like it's because you you don't say it to somebody like if somebody you don't like and you don't really care about the career, you're not gonna say anything. But he literally said lot. it to him. Well, we all know we like a lot of people listening and we're athletes, Jalen. You and me were athletes for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still are, um, uh, even though they they took away football from you. But let's yes, not, let's let's gloss over that because that's <laughs> um, that's just a little thing you did, Lewin. But we all have heard the saying where if a coach the the moment a coach stops yelling at you, that means they've stopped caring, they've given up on you. So if a mm-hmm. guy, a coach, or even an NBA legend like Shaq. If he's trying to piss you off like this, obviously he wants you to succeed. So that's a good thing, right? Exactly. And I think it's great. Donovan Mitchell is the almost the main reason why they are number two, honestly. And this is so far this it's such a short season. I don't honestly, in my opinion, I don't think the Jazz are going to be in my top five for the rest of this. Not like for a long time in the season. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, with the way Donovan Mitchell is playing and the way that team is kind of coming together, they are my number two team for this week. And also with that extra addition of Shaq talking trash to Donovan Mitchell, saying it to him just to inspire him, I think they're going to be doing great for at least the next couple of weeks. Man, and they hopefully got, they they keep- got hire Shaq on as like a team assistant or something like that. Just, just to <laughs> – it just constantly berate Donovan Mitchell. Like, Shows up at the beginning of the week to call him trash. Just like, every once in a while, just like sink up behind him and go, you suck. Mm-hmm. Or just <laughs> look around the way or have him right, right behind the bench go, you're awful. Or like that famous run. Shaq meme where Shaq's high skinny tree. We all could tell, obviously, see Shaq. <laughs> that meme. He needs to just hide behind a tree and just be like, hey, Donovan, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah. we need. That's what we need. And Donovan Mitchell's going to be better than LeBron James. Yes, uh, Donald <laughs> Mitchell is great. Uh, hopefully his team keeps it up uh, and keeps him going. Uh, next, my number one, sadly, uh, L.A. Lakers. The L.A. Lakers are, are not too right. great. Are not too. <laughs> it, it, they are a dominant team with Anthony Davis and LeBron. Uh, they are amazing. Their bench is coming to life. The rest of their starters, who you, probably 90% of the people who watch basketball can't name, are also doing fine. Um they're, they're just on a tear. They up where they left season. Uh, they're doing uh, I think they'll be one of the teams that for sure stick within the top five for the majority of this season uh, for the fourth and long power power rankings. Mm. Uh, Lakers are doing great. They look to continue to be great. Other than that recent loss to uh, Golden State, um, I think they're going to continue on the right path. Uh, and LeBron's going to continue to do LeBron things. Uh, flopping and Scoring <laughs> is two favorite things. That's Hey, hey <laughs> some people are just really good at, at certain things. Hey, you got to play to your strengths. Exactly, people. When you when you think it's uh, going against LeBron to say flopping, LeBron has perfected 
the flopping technique. He draws fouls just by flopping. Like that is it is an, a skill, and it's a part of basketball now. People might not like it, but it's a part of basketball. You have to be a good flopper. You have to draw fouls because refs are going to screw the game up in any sport possible. Mm-hmm. See some calls here and there. If you don't get the call, you don't get it. But if you get it, it's a bonus. And so he's great at it. He draws fouls when he needs it, and I think it's a positive. I don't. I'm not saying it as a negative. He is a flopping legend, and he is great at it. Hey, there's a reason he gets four three uh, free throws made a game on average. There's a reason. Yeah, hey, there's a reason. There we go. <laughs> there is the current NBA power rankings. No surprise at number one. I do like a little five to two, though. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, of course, we'll get that post on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Uh, Instagram at Fourth Long Radio. Twitter at Fourth Long Radio. Go follow us there. Go join into the debate because we always have a lot of fun. Like I say, Jalen, I have no life, and I will reply to you if you leave something because I will. Too. I we spend an will. unhealthy amount of time on social media. And we like honestly, if you guys could see the DMs we send back and forth just to go over ideas and posting stuff all day, every day. How all... many hours I'm in front of my computer a day? You'd really just feel bad for me, <laughs> or would yeah. it, I don't know if they feel bad for me. Would they just pity me at this point? I... Honestly, it, to put it into perspective, before we start this podcast, I probably spent an hour on Twitter a month. At this rate. <laughs> I am spending like 50 to 60% of my day on Twitter just yep. to keep up with information and yep. keep posting stuff. That's what we do for you guys. So drop a follow because we appreciate the hell out of it. All right, Jim. <laughs> now the thing we've been talking about for a while, it's about time we All get right. to it. Stop teasing everyone. The real question is, can this new big three actually work for the New York Nets? And Or, or the Nets, the couple more questions to ask in, in this whole encompassing question. Mm-hmm. Are the Nets the favorites in the East now? And is it a problem that Kyrie Irving has been taking more shots, more shots than James Harden and Kevin Durant? Um, for me, based off of what was just happening, I'm going to answer the shooting question first. Okay. okay. Um, based off of what was just happening with Kyrie being gone for so many games, not playing, sitting out uh, because he didn't feel like playing. Um, I feel like you kind of have to get him back in the mix. You have to let him get those shots up from the games that he missed. You have to kind of get him back into a rhythm so you can get the team back into a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it might hurt the team in the short run, but in the long run, if he gets his rhythm back and all those three players, like I said earlier, get back into the rhythm together uh, playing, I feel like they'll kind of find a cool medium to where they're either shooting around the same or they kind of find one of them to take more shots than the rest so of them. So you got a problem with that. You know, I, I, I really, we saw, I really we saw Stephen A. talking about this, and he had a bit of a problem with that. But of course, he has a problem with everything. Which yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's going to be a big problem. I think it was more the fact that Kyrie has pretty much had his little off season within the season. See, but what and does, they to get back in the rhythm? Does, does Stephen, is Stephen A. just might have it out for Kyrie? Because first he's saying, "Hey, retire." Now he's saying, "Oh, you're chewing too much." <laughs> no. Yeah. He wants you to retire. Now you're shooting too much for a retired player. Breaking news: Stephen so. A. is coming for Kyrie Irving's job. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him in the NBA. That'd Please. be nice. And, and um, then the one of the other things is: is are the Nets the favorite in the East? 
with this I think movie. they kind of have to be. Like, it's like, no matter how bad they look or whoever they lose to right now, they kind of have to be the favorites. Like, mm-hmm. you have Kyrie, KD, and Harden all on the same team. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard just to be like, that's not an NBA championship team because that that Even is more so than the Bucks. <laughs> well, and we actually had the, this as of um, this, the Sixers are actually in the lead. Um, but I don't know about the Sixers. They they got the heart a hot start, and mm-hmm. that's what happens when you have Ben Simmons shooting a three pointer. That that's what's going to happen. If Ben Simmons can make a three pointer, you're going to win most of your basketball games. That's just fact of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Bucks. I mean. Um, you know, Giannis, Greek Freak, he's real good. Not as good as he should be by now. I feel like he's almost been ever since his MVP season. I felt a little disappointed by him. Is that mm-hmm. our fault for having our expectations set too high for because he won the MVP? Or is that his fault because he's underperforming and not developing as quickly as he should have? I feel or, like it's more of a our fault type mm-hmm. thing. I feel like it's after players win these big awards, we expect them to just make another big jump. Mm. I, I feel like they kind of just stay where they are, and then team other teams kind of figure them out, and then they have to rechain back up again. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people kind of go through these roller coasters of careers of having one season where they're averaging 27, 28 points, and the next season they average 24, 25, and everyone's making a big deal out of it. Then the next season they make it up again, and they're like, oh, they're great. They drop back off again. It's, these players are watching how the other players play. Every player has their favorite shots, the shots they can make with the shots they can't make, and people figure them out. And then when they get figured out, they have to find a new shot to take or a new way to get to the shots that they like. And it takes time sometimes, some people longer than others, to where some people just have woes during the season and some people have woe seasons. Mm-hmm. So it's – I don't think it's really anything to really be worried about. Uh, I think players have ups and downs, and especially with mm. the weird circumstances everyone's under right now, yeah. some players are going to ha- uh, handle it different than others, and some players are going to play uh, to a better standard, and some people are going to play to a lower standard than they than is expected. Breaking news, Giannis is washed already. <laughs> yeah, Giannis no, is going to please, please no, everybody. don't take me seriously on that. I, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> that's how we get canceled. That's how yeah, we get <laughs> No, Giannis is definitely not on the way down. He's probably going to be Giannis another MVP. has already but... peaked in his career. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. but do you know what the scary part is? He hasn't. He hasn't peaked in his career. At yet. least we hope he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, like, honestly, I don't think he has. I think he, if he gets his jump shot down, like I said earlier, that that is a scary, scary oh, yeah. player. Oh, yeah. Now, the real thing is here, is long term is this big three going to work and before you get your opinion i want to get mine out because <laughs> the greatest big three i think it, at least that i've i've watched in my lifetime maybe the greatest ever um to a lot of people's opinions is that group we saw in miami when lebron james made the decision and mm-hmm. went over and took his talents to south beach to join alongside Dwayne wade chris bosh and then put himself there, and they won titles with that. Not one, not two, not what well, actually. I think it was just two. Um, so, or was uh, it three? Well, they, two, they, they, got the three. three. they got the they three. They got the three. It wasn't the four. It wasn't the five. It wasn't the six. It was a three. So you know, it was a three. A three, still not that bad. That's on LeBron for setting expectations way too damn high with six. I mean, dude, come on now, come on. Let's pull the brakes. <laughs> but of course, that was like a decade ago. So who cares at yeah. this point? But 
what I liked about that big three is you could see that they all had their own specific rule that they played. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really step on each other's toes. They all had a different element that they brought to the team, uh, to mm-hmm. that to that five that's on the basketball court. Yeah, Chris Bosh, you know, shooting threes. Uh, LeBron James is being this big physical freak. And then also, um, but I also like his dynamic with Dwayne Wade, how they were really good setting each other up for, for layups, dunks. I mean, we saw, we all know that super iconic photo. Probably my iconic favorite. Photo. Probably my favorite NBA photo of all time is that, yeah. that one. Uh, but we saw how that worked. Also, the biggest, most important thing, Jalen, is that they're freaking adults about it. And they didn't get all pissy. They're not all divas. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then KD might not be a divas, but I mean, Kyrie Irving, you can't argue against that. Okay. I mean, James Harden, that's a diva right there. Okay. There's there's no argument yeah. against that. <laughs> Come on now. So, At all. And, and why? And, and that, that big three in Miami, they weren't all. Well, on individual teams, they'd be the guy. But mm-hmm. playing together, they're not all trying to be the guy because they know how it works. Whereas mm-hmm. KD, he's only playing his best basketball when he has the basketball in his hands and so he could score 35 points a game. He's been on a tear this season. It's scary. Mm-hmm. So glad to have him back, though. It just makes the NBA better. Uh, yes. Kyrie Irving. He's he already there's a reason he left Cleveland is because he didn't want to be the Robin to, to LeBron James Batman. He, he mm-hmm. said that there's a reason he wants to be the guy. Kevin Durant, I mean, uh, speaking of him again, he wants to be the guy because that's why he left, you know, the um, the Golden State Warriors because he got his ring or, or two and then left. And then now with James Harden, he's the guy. He's the one that mm-hmm. shoots all these. And how is he going to get his 50 free throws a game if he does end the ball? Because that means he can't get fouled, okay? So he needs the ball to be successful. Flop on screens. <laughs> right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. got to do what you got to do to get those 50. But that I, I don't see this working long term. End of story. It might work short term. It might get them close to championship. They're not going to mm-hmm. win a championship with this three. And you can book that. Yeah, I don't. Long term. Depends on what you mean by long term. Honestly, long-term, I think I mean three, three to five seasons. Yeah. So the way I see it right now is, honestly, long term, I don't think it's possible to make this work because they're all going to want to get paid, and there's no way in hell to pay all those three guys. Hey, hey I mean, you <laughs> can just—it's you work. You can just pay one hell of a uh, of a salary tax or a luxury yeah. tax. Uh, but oh. um, I think long term, I don't think it'll be their fault that it doesn't work. I think they're not going to be able to pay all three. They're going to have to trade at least one of them. Uh, and it's just not going to work out uh, financially. I think over time. So it's going to be a financial Hart- problem, not a talent problem. Or, I don't think or it's going to be a chemistry problem. problem. Yeah, I think definitely uh, Katie and Harden, their old teammates, they're going to get back into their groove at least together. They're going to be fine. I think Kyrie's kind of the odd man out he's a wild card uh, in this here. situation. Yeah, he's kind of the wild card in well, this situation. Wild, wild in, in many wild. definitions. <laughs> in many versions of the word, he is wild. Um, I think that he's going to be the odd man out. Um, I think he's the top. Uh, prospect to get traded out of those three. Uh, I don't think they will anytime soon just because if you have all those three guys on the team, you don't let one go. Um, yeah. uh, but I think to get some of that compensation that they lost to get hard and they're probably going to give up one of them. Um, but I think the, for the next three years, I think this team is going to be great. I think they just have to kind of get it down. Uh, mine, they've only played a couple of games together, especially all three of them together. Uh, 
and obviously it's been shaky to start so far, but I think sooner or later they're going to kind of figure out their groove together as a unison, as a unit, uh, and they're going to be great. I think, honestly, they'll probably win at least one championship in the next three years with those three, or at least get to the NBA Finals uh, with that three. Yeah, so you and me, hard disagreement here, but, hey, that's what makes everything fun, right? Who needs to agree exactly. with each other? Because uh, if we just agree with each other, that'd be boring. Yeah, but we're not the whole kind of morning talk show where you're just yelling at each other and gets a little we, we got yeah. the balance okay we got that balance here and this <laughs> is hey speak of yelling at each other though here's something that will destroy and absolutely melt down nba twitter which is something that i'm my this is going to be my goal when, when we post the show try to to get this question out there i just want to i just like posing questions Jalen. you know uh mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here to say inflammatory statements on the internet and then mute the conversation. That that's just what we do. Exactly. <laughs> Some men just want to watch the world burn. But this time it's a sports world, but <laughs> it still burns. Hey, <laughs> but the question is, Jalen, at this moment, who is a better player, LeBron James or Kevin Durant? Hmm. I think if I have to go based off of how they're playing and situation that they're currently in for this mm-hmm. season, I would have to say LeBron is playing better. Uh, LeBron is fitting into his role and his team better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like right now, KD is a great player, but with the situation he's in, especially with the Harden and Kyrie situation, figuring out who's going to be the man on that team, uh, because there has to be one. There's just no way mm-hmm. to not have one. Um, yeah, I feel like them figuring that out is going to kind of uh, knock his stats down a little bit. Nothing drastic to where it's like a big noticeable difference. But I, I think right now LeBron is the best player in the league. Uh, it's kind of hard not to. He He's going to, what, 16th, 17th season, and he's still playing like mm-hmm. a young guy. Uh, he is going out there every single game that he does play, um, and he, he's putting on a show. Um, you don't – like, you don't really – like, the bad games for LeBron are, are average games. I mean, are like top-of-the-line games for other people. Like, LeBron will get a triple-double – and have like 15 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, and someone's like, that was a bad game for LeBron. But someone else gets that, and it's, oh, it's a career high for somebody else. So <laughs> I, I just think LeBron's just on a different level right now than everyone else, just by the way he's playing and the current situation he's in, which he put himself in that situation, which was smart by him, uh, just maturity-wise. And I think a lot of the players can learn from him in the long run. Um and I, yeah, I just think that he put himself in this situation to be able to be the player that he is at a high level without having to stress himself too much about it. So definitely right now, I would say LeBron is the better of the two. Hey, you make a compelling argument there. So, we breaking news, uh, LeBron James is the uh, best player ever to play basketball, according to uh, Jalen. And Jalen also no, said that Michael Jordan that. sucks. Um, so, I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah, he did, Jalen. Uh, we we have the tape here. Okay, we just heard you. Michael Jordan is the best player to ever play basketball. <laughs> and it's not close. Okay, but there's <laughs> our NBA coverage. We got the top five. We we got the power rankings. We got all the fun stuff. Hey, you guys are saying you want more NBA. So, damn it. I'll give you more NBA. Oh, one more NBA thing before yes. we move on to oh. NFL. I don't know if you guys have been watching last week, but – Colin Sexton has been going absolutely crazy. Yeah, what is this? I'm so confused. Absolutely crazy. So confused. He he so a picture on social media. I don't know if you guys saw it last week, but they picked they put a picture of him taking a shot. 
over Kyrie, and they said he took his number and he took his shoes because he was wearing Kyrie's played the Nets, mm-hmm. and he said and just balled out on him. He had forty points, I believe, in his last two outings. He, the kid is going crazy, playing great defense. Hey, a great they knocked out the Nets back to back, back to yes, back, back to back, with a blowout. <laughs> One was a blowout. Like that's that's hard to do. One was a two uh, double overtime game close and it was also the debut of the big three over there in new york but Hell. colin sexton and to be still in the show uh and i i hope to continue to see great things from this guy so shout out to colin sexton he's definitely my player of the week uh and he's also made cleveland my team of the week Ooh-hoo-hoo. hey cleveland going back to going back to the nba championships okay i didn't LeBron. say that I didn't say that. <laughs> I did not say that. Hey, but I did. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just joking, please. I'm not a moron. Uh, but there we go. That's our NBA coverage in general. Let's move into the next N that also has two other letters behind it. Hmm. That's nah. not the best of segues. But NFL. <laughs> and Jalen, I just gotta say, um, I'll just give you a little. Yeah, because you. you actually got something right for once. Adam, not not for once. I get stuff right all the no, time. No, <laughs> see me. I have like a ninety percent accuracy rating on this. I make ninety percent of my field goals, and it's just too easy right here. But Jalen, you said in our last um, episode podcast, which was episode fifty-five, mm-hmm. you said Dwayne Haskins is Steelers, and even though it makes no sense that they that that they signed Dwayne Haskins. They yeah. did, so you're still right. <laughs> it made zero sense, and I, I'm pretty sure I said that when we talked about it. It makes no sense for them to sign him. That's why they're going to do it. They will. Hey, he that's fits, why we're going to talk about the Texans soon. Yeah, he but, he fits their mold very well. Does he uh, fit I feel like, mold? Well, I feel oh, like sorry, does. sorry. The mold As is a, these TikTokers that don't um, like to be liked by fans. Or honestly, I think that's the last thing he has to do. I don't think Dwayne Haskins has a TikTok account yet, but we shall see. If I'll talk Dwayne to him Haskins about it. If Haskins a TikTok <laughs> account, I think that's officially the end of the world. because there's If Juju and Dwayne Haskins make a TikTok together... Oh, imagine if you put the dirty th- him and Claypool together. Uh, yeah, I think but that's I feel black- like would that just create the black hole? Yeah, probably. Oh, wait, no, sorry, that's a Vegas, that's a Las Vegas Rangers thing now. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, I just feel like he, player wise and mentality wise, he kind of fits the Steelers mold of old. You know, he's kind of that Ben Roethlisberger type quarterback with a lot more ben athleticism. Another guy that's not like due to his past. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Um, obviously two different paths we're talking about on and off the field. <laughs> um, but Dwayne Haskins honestly fits that mold. I think right now their QB of the future quotations uh would be Mason Rudolph. And obviously right I now like Mason Rudolph more than Dwayne Haskins though. I don't. I don't. You don't? <laughs> I My don't, problem Mason. here is I feel like you bring Dwayne Haskins in, it's a one year deal. So it's not mm-hmm. like you have much to lose with this one. Not like exactly. money. You bring Dwayne Haskins, uh, Ben Roethlisberger is going to play. play. Uh, me and Alex um, talked about this on our NFL breakdown a couple weeks ago. They're they're more than likely going to finish up Big Ben's contract. He has one more year. It's it's a old traditional thing. You're not going to cut them. You're not going to trade them. You're just going to play out the contract and just 
you know, just bite the bullet maybe if you yeah. have to. Yeah, uh, Ben Roethlisberger did already announce that he was coming back for another yeah. season. And I think that's the main thing. I think so they know Ben got... Roethlisberger is going to start this mm-hmm. season. I think that the entire season they're going to have Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins going uh, back and forth for that backup job. Hey, don't hey, sleep go. on my man Doug Hodges, okay? Unbelievable. Hodges is going to end back up in the XFL. Jam- Okay, there's nothing wrong with that because hey, nothing, let's go XFL. Nothing, nothing wrong with it. Let's go I love XFL. the XFL. Oh, but God, he's going to end up as a starting quarterback in the XFL. Mark my words. Taylor Heineke's is just going from XFL to starting in the NFL. He's going to be starting Ooh, next year. That's a, that's a hot take, baby. I'm really hoping that one because I did. I called Tyler Heineke to the 49ers, uh, so I'm really hoping that. Hey, uh, it's um with the Niners. I'm still going with Matt Ryan trade to the 49ers. I am I'm dead set on that one. I mm-hmm. had that one for a while, and, and so it, it's it's gonna happen, okay? But uh, to me, if Dwayne Haskins, if the hint of Dwayne Haskins doing anything stupid, you cut him. You cut him. You have to. You can't give him any more free passes with this. I think if he really mm-hmm. wants to de- be an NFL starter like he thinks he can be, you gotta go on the straight and narrow. Just if he does anything, cut him instantly. And especially if, if you're a Steelers fan, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, but man, if anything, if anyone can do it, Mike Tomlin might be able to reshape this guy. Exactly, yeah. So, because Mike Tomlin is a great coach. I just – Dwayne Haskins will never be an NFL starter. Or he might start – he might start another NFL game, but he's not going to be an NFL starter. I think he will be. I think he. I think he's going to be the QB of the future for the Steelers. Uh I think that they take the chance with them. I don't think they draft any quarterbacks high up uh, this uh, draft. I think they stick with either uh, hoping Dwayne Haskins fills out or I think they hope that uh, Mason Rudolph turns himself around. Uh, Mason Rudolph has had his chances to start. Mm-hmm. And I think if I think if they thought Mason Rudolph was QB of the future, I Come think on, they would have stopped. That's not with... fair, man. He took a helmet to the head, okay? And they weren't doing – he wasn't doing great before that. So Hey, but he <laughs> – He's not the worst. It's... He's not the worst, but he's nowhere near the best. All I know is that if you're a Steelers fan, you better hope that something, a miracle happens because your quarterback situation, not good. You got Big Ben, you got Mason Rudolph, and you got uh, Hodges, and then now you got Dwayne Haskin. That, oh, that's... That's highly unfortunate is what that is. Tough. That's tough. That's but tough. another <laughs> team with a unfortunate quarterback situation, another team that's going to be looking for the quarterback in the future, is your Chicago Bears? Mm-hmm. The Bears. Okay, I feel like uh, you got the Bears. Uh, but they're unlikely to bring back Mr. Bisky. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to reports, you were seeing this news a little bit ago. If you follow our Instagram at Fourth on Radio, uh, but the problem is, is that okay? About damn time. The only shame is you, you um, are going to keep your GM. You're going to keep Matt Nagy. They're all three of those guys are trash, and all three of those guys you got to move on from. Mm-hmm. But where does Mitch Trubisky go? And more importantly, who replaces him? Because it's probably not going to be a draft pick. You're going to have to look through free agency or a trade because they pick twentieth. You're not going to get a good quarterback at twentieth in this draft. I mean, they're all going high. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, come, come on now, it's not gonna. Happen. I mean, they might be able to sneak away with the uh, the quarterback out of North Dakota. You might, you might get really, <laughs> you might get lucky, but realistically, it, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Not. So now, Carson Wentz. I think so. 
I think Carson Wentz is a good. But fit now there. the problem though, Jalen, is because um, reportedly now Carson Wentz wants to stay in Philadelphia. Everyone so, wants to stay until they get let go. I, <laughs> I guess. But I already have Mitch Trubisky going to the Patriots. I already have Matt Ryan going to there. So your best bet is more than likely going to be Matt Stafford to the Lion to the to the um, Bears. Mm-hmm. And then Mitch Trubisky will be a backup in – he is going to be a backup with – Tampa. Uh, that wouldn't be the worst thing, actually. Wouldn't be. I, Sitting I, behind I, Brady for a season wouldn't be bad. I guess it wouldn't be the worst thing. But he's going to be a backup somewhere. He's not, he's not starting quarterback, let's be real. But the Bears, they're going to bring in Matt Stafford with this one. Book it. I mean, the Bears can do Matt Stafford. They could try to trade and get Deshaun Watson from a terrible Texans team. Uh, I still want Deshaun Watson to Miami. Still want that. It's going to be Miami or the Jets. Alex went with the Jets. I went with Miami in our most recent talk about this, which you can go check out on the YouTube right now or Mm -hmm. in our NFL divisional round breakdown. I think the Jets are going to draft Trevor Lawrence. You think think the Jags skip on Trevor Lawrence at one? Oh, my, my bad, not Trevor oh, Lawrence. Okay. The Jags are going to get Trevor Lawrence. They Justin Fields? Are, yeah, are going to get Justin Fields. I apologize. I wouldn't be surprised if Justin I thought Fields of that was taking a two. I'm still not sold on Justin Fields, so it was a problem. Did not like him in the championship game. Uh, I think I like actually I liked him in the championship game because he was hurt and he played through that entire game. Yeah, so he has a grit factor. He has you got to give him that. He has respect. He has grit factor. So that's mm-hmm. a good thing to have. Now, Jalen, another quarterback related question is: Is Philip Rivers a first ballot Hall of Famer? I mean, most people I ask first ballot specifically because let's be real, he is a Hall of Famer. He's, He's going to Hall, Famer, for sure. if not first eventually. But he just retired um, last week. Is he going to the Hall of Fame, Jalen? And is he going to be a first ballot inside the Hall of Fame? No. He's going to the Hall of Fame, yes. But I don't think he's going to be a first ballot. My main thing of when I think of first ballot Hall of Famers is you either had to be, like, the best, like, con- like consider one of the best at your position while you played, or you have to be one of the best and have a ring. He wasn't the best when he played. He was always a great quarterback, but he was never the best, and he mm-hmm. doesn't have a ring. I think he's definitely going to be in, like, his second or third uh, ballot. But if second, I think second for sure. Mm-hmm. But if he's not in by second, it'll probably be a third ballot. I think definitely he'll be a second, though. I just don't see him being a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, I, I just – I think he was a great quarterback, and he deserves to be a Hall of Famer. But when you look at some of the other people who are first ballot Hall of Famers and who deserve mm-hmm. – currently deserve to be first ballot Hall of Famers – I just don't think he was up there. I feel like he was a great quarterback. And when you look at some of the non-tangible stuff and some of the stuff that doesn't go down the stat sheet, he is he's a Hall of Famer through and through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first ballot, I just think isn't it's not far fetched, but it's just no. A little bit far- I would put it. It's not. Also, you got to look at his draft class right now. I mean, unfortunately for you as a Cardinals fan, you'd have to assume that Larry Fitzgerald probably going to retire this year. Uh, I think um, he has like one more. I think he. I think he's gonna stick around one more year. Okay, so maybe he avoids this year. Um, but we already have Drew Brees. He's mm-hmm. unfortunately gone too. I personally think he's a top five quarterback, and we can talk about this with Alex and uh, go check that on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm gonna say Jalen that 
we'll get to my decision in a second. Just let me give you a stats. Ah, ha, ha. Really got to sell the anticipation there. <laughs> but we, we got <laughs> Philip Rivers. He's an eight-time pro bowler. He's an all-pro. He's fifth all-time in passing yards with 63,440. 421 touchdowns, which is also fifth all-time. And he has nine kids, which is tied third all time. So with numbers like those, Jalen. Who's first? Um, <laughs> Rogers, Antonio Rogers Camardi. He's first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he is first. I think he has yeah. 13. 12 or 13. I think he's 13. 12 or 13, yeah. Dude, you, just, hmm, come on, man. Also, well, it's not just women. They do got baby mamas. But that's a whole different uh, situation there with Philip Rivers. Uh, Dad Gummit. <laughs> I, I think with this one though, I, I given his draft class and looks like it's not stacked right now, or his Hall of Fame class is going to be twenty twenty six. Doesn't look extremely stacked right now. There's a really good chance that Phil Rivers makes it as a first ballot, and he would be a guaranteed first ballot if the you remember that Chargers team that went first overall in total offense, first overall mm-hmm. in total defense, thirty second in special teams. And then lost in the first round of the playoffs. Lost so, the special teams matters. Special teams. Hey, they put the special on special teams, Jalen. But <laughs> you got, if he won a Super Bowl there, at least made it past the first round, probably would have. Mm-hmm. The no Super Bowl hurts his cause. But also, yes. that's not his fault because he did everything for the Chargers, and the Chargers just a bad organization. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to say Philip Rivers, first battle of the Hall of Fame, book it. And now let's wrap up our little NFL stuff. Let's talk coaching, Jalen. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of moves this, uh, this previous week, which was really fun to watch. A lot of breaking news and a lot of really good hires, I, I do believe. A lot of interesting hires I wasn't Who's your favorite? expecting. <laughs> we'll get to the favorite because there's only one favorite <laughs> that you can really talk about. But yes. uh, let's talk first. The Detroit Lions, they hire uh, former New Orleans Saints assistant head coach Dan Campbell. And he used to play for the Lions. Looked like the dude with, with that long hair and that, that goatee. Fantastic. That nice little flowing hair. I like it. I like I it. loved it. We got Matt Patricia heading back to the Patriots, not as a coordinator, not as a defensive coordinator, but as someone that is going to have a various role uh various tasks within the coaching organization that that's mm-hmm. a quote so he he's gonna be like clipboard uh he's just gonna be a runner for the patriots now so he got demoted <laughs> belichick hired him back on as a water boy just to spite him that's what happens when you suck as a head coach you get punched by bill belichick for making his coaching tree look bad <laughs> <laughs> but i i do like this hire of dan campbell i wasn't necessarily expecting this but i, I don't know what's going to bring the table coaching wise but just is a leader wise intensity. You go in, you're talking intensely. You're talking about getting knocked down and biting kneecaps on the way back up. Going down again, biting the other kneecap. I've never heard biting kneecaps. So Jalen, this dude's a football guy. I am all (laughs) for having a football guy. As your head coach, I don't the know how well is, this is going to go. Scrolling through Instagram. At least with, you're a Lions fan, so you don't have yeah. high expectations anyway. But yeah. I love this. <laughs> I love I it. I was going through Instagram, uh, and then like I just scrolled past the NFL page, and I saw something about biting a kneecap, and I was like, yo, what? <laughs> so I scrolled back to it, and it was like the new Lions coach talking about biting a kneecap, and I was like, I like this guy. <laughs> Dan Campbell, football guy. He's, he's a little confused, but he 
You got the spirit. You know <laughs> I love it. Um, then another um, tr- move that I actually really like. Now, we talked about this. Put this video out a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Whether depending if the Chargers are the best landing spot, or at least were the best landing spot for uh, a, a vacancy in the, in the NFL. And it's hard to say no. We clearly thought that they were. I mean, you got your franchise quarterback. You got a solid defense. You got an offense that has pieces. And there's just – you got fill in the cracks a little bit is what you got right here. And just a little mm-hmm. fill in the cracks. The Chargers, they go out and hire the Rams defensive coordinator, Brandon Staley. This is another one that I wasn't necessarily expecting, but I do like this move. I mean, he had the number one defense with the Rams. And now he gets to take over guys like Joey Bosa. Melvin Ingram, Derwin James, Chris Harris Jr. I don't even throw the name Linville Joseph on the D-line. That's mm-hmm. a good defense, especially when healthy. That's a good defense. And Brandon Staley is a good defensive mind. And I, I like the Chargers because you got your offense. Now you're going to have to bring a good offensive coordinator to, to help develop Justin Herbert. So you're going to do that. But I like this. You have your offense almost set. So let's get a defensive-minded guy to really solidify and make this team gritty. I like that move. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely a great move for them, especially with the the core that they already have there. Uh, I think this definitely is a good move for their young guys and the young stars that they have right now. And I think this puts them in position to be good now or a year, at least a year from now, uh, instead of kind of rebuilding, like some people said that they should have. Less of a rebuild, more of just like a reload. Yeah, well, not, a reload. not even a reload. It's more just uh, we got a team. Let's just add a couple pieces. Exactly. They they know they're not too far away from being a playoff team and a being a contender. So they know that they just need to get the right pieces to fit the the miss the miss missing pieces that they, they currently offensive have. line. Maybe a little more defensive secondary help. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a little more of that linebacking core. Ooh, that's yeah, a scary team. For sure. That's a scary team. There's a reason they almost beat the Chiefs. Okay? That's a mm-hmm. scary team right there, but they got that going. Then the Falcons, of course, they have offensive problems. They So they bring in a former offense coordinator. They bring in the Titans offense coordinator, Arthur Smith, the guy that um, the Titans offense was fourth in scoring. Um, this season with 29.6 points per game. And they were second in yards per game with um, 396.4. And now, it's not a bad hire. It's not a bad hire by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure if he's the guy that can lead a rebuild. I'm not sure if he's yeah. the guy that can lead a rebuild. Because I'm uh, with the Falcons, if you've been hearing this, me saying this for probably like 10 weeks now, it's a full rebuild you need to do in Atlanta. Don't try to half-ass this rebuild. Just blow it all up. Trade Julio. Trade Matt mm-hmm. Ryan. Keep Calvin Ridley. Get rid of some of that defense. Because it, it, it's a culture thing, too. It's just, mm, I, I just don't like that. Yeah, I, feel I don't like, like that thing. This but, wasn't the right move. I, more of a, I feel like that's more of a win now, or you have some you have some knowledge that the rest of us, I guess, don't have about this coach. Uh, because I, I just feel like there was a lot of other candidates out there that probably could have been better moves uh for them exactly um (laughs) come on man i just think that this i feel like they need to rebuild it's just it's time you've had the same core star players for a while and it obviously hasn't worked for a while so it's time to rebuild it's time to change it up and i feel like they're i feel like they're still not ready to give it up yet so we shall see how that turns out for them exactly 
And now, uh, oh, the Jets. I want I, I, I kind of want crap on you for this, but um, you made the best move. This was the best uh, candidate out there in, in yeah. Rob Sala. He, hands down, the best guy. I mean, there's no argument against this, whether it be from a leader perspective, whether mm-hmm. it be from a coach, because him with the Niners running a JV level defense with how many people were injured this year, he still goes out and he leads a defense that was fifth in the NFL in yards per game, and they only gave him 24 points per game. That's really not that bad considering all the crap that they went through. All of his mm-hmm. players loved him. Now he's going out with the Jets saying, I'm going to make sure that every player gets as much money as possible, which I love. That's how you mm-hmm. get guys that want to play for you. So there's yeah. no better hire than, than, than Rob Sala. He was hands down the best candidate yeah, this year. Wasn't close. And the Second Jets... best. No. Benemy. No. Yes. No. <laughs> no. No. Yes. Maybe. No. Rob Sala is the best, and you can't ever convince me otherwise. The Jets, congrats. You guys actually made a good move. Which is yeah, because he went to the Jets. At least it's not Adam Gase anymore, guys. Have fun. But the <laughs> funny, funny thing is, Adam Gase is up for another job. <laughs> uh, why does he get another job? Just be like Bill O'Brien and go to. College. I mean, he, he, go he's going to get. Uh, I forgot who it was. Somebody was uh, calling him for the offensive coordinator job. I'm pretty sure was that it was Eagles? San Francisco. Was it? Uh, no, it was San, it was San Francisco. Francisco. Oh no. Because their their uh, passing game guy just got uh, hired by somebody else too, I think. Well, the Jets, um, uh, Rob Sala brought them in. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So, hey, Jalen. But the thing is, you got all these. <laughs> we're talking about all these hires, all pretty solid hires. Nothing that's like mm-hmm. a, a bad hire. I don't think there has truly been a bad hire so far this year. No, nothing that's been bad like past years where we've been like, you know, but, what the doing. We might be getting really closer because the team that was the first to fire their head coach is now the team that's the last team in the league that doesn't have a head coach, and that's the Houston Texans. But hey, Houston, you have a chance to go from Bill O'Brien to Josh McCown. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out, time out. I had to do a double take when I first saw this report. Josh McCown? I mean... I mean, okay, okay. I do, first off, don't want to respect. <laughs> I don't want to disrespect Josh McCown. Love him as a person. Not a bad quarterback. There's a reason so many teams brought him in to be a backup because he was a great leader, great guy to have in the quarterback room. Mm-hmm. But going from quarterback to instantly to head coach for a team that's desperate of some real change in growth and structure. Makes sense, doesn't it? This ain't it, it Chief. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't it. You don't. You don't either. Josh McCown is. You probably hire him as a a, a quarterback, offensive coach, coordinator, even offensive coordinator. Something simple. See how he does, and then whoever. Exactly. Then you move him up. You don't just throw him in the deep end. That's like throwing a freaking eight feet section. Just doesn't make sense. You don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Let me caveat this. They were going to give him an assistant head coach to, to help him. Mm-hmm. No. They just hire the assistant head coach and hire him as an assistant head coach. Or just hire someone better than both of them. Exactly. Like, like there's one man, Jalen, that has the chance of keeping Deshaun Watson in Houston. Mm-hmm. And that's Eric Biamy. Biamy, yes. He is there's the only way. one guy where you can, keep, one, where you can keep the NFL's leading passer. 
from la- from this season? I have a plan to save the Texans. The Texans hired Josh McCown uh-huh. as their head coach and their starting quarterback. He plays as the head coach and the quarterback at the same time. He takes over both. He just does both at the same time. Are you talking like Adam Sandler's character from The Longest Yard? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's on. what I was going for. <laughs> It'd be great. The first head coach starting quarterback combination in the entire NFL history. I think in football history. I don't think anybody's ever head coached and played at the same time, except in the movie you just mentioned, The Youngest Yard. <laughs> If you're not watching this on video, you can you can experience how disappointed I am. Well, it, I don't know what to call this. Is it disappointment? It's a frustration. It's the Texans. It's not. It's not disappointment. Or is it just? I don't even know what to call this feeling. It's just oh, sadness. I would depression. I wouldn't. <laughs> the problem is though, wouldn't be surprised. But yeah. that's our NFL stuff. Another N with it also has an L. But instead of a B or A or a, NHL hockey, um, let's do that hockey. <laughs> the biggest surprise of the season. <laughs> let's do that hockey. <laughs> let's just do that hockey. The biggest surprise of the season this year, Jalen. What is it for you? Because we're about eight games in for for a lot of the teams. Unless uh, you got COVID, uh, then you're the, if, <laughs> unless you're the stars, you barely got a game in. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm. But to me. I knew the Philadelphia Flyers were going to be a good team. There's a mm-hmm. reason they were like in my um, top five in my, for my preseason power rankings. Yes. But I wasn't expecting them to already be the second best team in the league right now, whether it be their, their offensive output. They've been solid in uh, in between the pipes and in, in the, with their goaltending. Their mm-hmm. defense has just looked physical, good old, old school Philadelphia Flyers hockey, you know, the same – Philadelphia Flyers that bullied the Soviets back in the um, 70s or 80s. So, oh, God bless America. But yeah, <laughs> I've been really impressed by them so far this year. Uh, and they're it's hard to be impressed by a good team mm-hmm. like, like the Flyers already were. But they're, I was expecting them to be a solid team. Wasn't expecting them to be great already. They're already yes. looking like a Stanley Cup title um, trophy contender this year. And I wasn't expecting to say those words uh, two weeks into the season. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, they've definitely been probably one of the biggest surprises for anybody this season. Uh, they were a good team going in, expected to make at least a slight impact and make playoffs. But they were definitely not. Uh, supposed to be where they are at so far. Obviously, it's so early in the season. There's have a lot of uh, hockey left to be played, but they have done great so far, and it looks like they're not going to stop anytime soon. So I hope they continue on this path. And then it also, I mean, for them, it, it's kind of tough because you're also in the East Division, which is arguably the best division in all of hockey because you got the Caps, you got your Flyers, of course, you got your Islanders, you got your Penguins. Even the Devils, yeah, put a little respect on them, I guess. Sabres, eh, they might be getting there. Rangers, eh. But the Bruins, I mean, there's at least four or five playoff teams mm-hmm. inside this division. So that's a tough one. It's going to be a battle till the end, though, with these. And uh, I love the East Division. The These whole division kind of realignments this season off of geography have been interesting. 
is a Sharks fan, it sucks because that means, oh, the Sharks now have to play the Golden Knights, the Blues, the Avalanche a bunch more times, especially the, the Blues and the Avalanche that are normally yeah. in the Central Division. So that's not fun. But <laughs> it, it, it's good for uh, for some other things, too. And then speaking of the Golden Knights, though, Jalen, mm-hmm. they debuted their gold sweaters not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And then can we get your biased opinion? And then can we get your unbiased opinion on this? Uh, my biased opinion is the best freaking jerseys in the league. Golden, you know what I'm saying? Gold standard. Uh, my non-biased opinion in the league is they're not they're not the greatest, but they're honestly not as bad as I thought they were. Um, watching them, seeing them in the first picture and stuff like that, I was like, oh, okay, that looks like mustard. It looked as yellow as your dinosaur. Yeah. Sorry, walking lizard. Exactly. Yeah, it wasn't... What the hell is your mascot? I still don't know. I'm. I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of confused. His name's Chance. <laughs> I think. I think Brady's more of a defined creature than Chance is. Yeah, he's 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 an interesting fellow. Um, what? Yeah. He's, does he have scales? Is he looks like the Thing from the Fantastic Four? Slightly, yes. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, but yeah, the the jerseys. Watching them like on the players during games, they actually looked pretty good. Like they, I liked them a lot better on the players during the game that I did in the first couple of pictures. I was kind of like, oh, those don't look too good. And then actually seeing them in game, and I hope to honestly see them in person, hopefully whenever all this clears up, um, Mm. they don't look too bad, um, honestly. Uh, They, I don't say expect them to look a lot worse than they did. Obviously, they could have been better, but at the same time, now seeing them play, they're kind of growing on me. So, honestly, not too bad. That's the thing, though. There's a lot of uh, NHL sweaters that they look bad and on design, mm-hmm. but there's something about them flowing on the ice that makes them look a little better. Yeah, just now, moving around. The nice kind of awesome. design when they had the little when when they released their initial sweaters and they had the, the kind of red band on the elbows on the on the sleeves. Mm-hmm. Wasn't sure about that. Didn't know if it fit, but seeing on the ice, yeah, yeah, I, I feel that. I feel that. That's not bad. <laughs> Like I feel like I feel like now if they didn't have it, I would feel awkward. But like, still, they're they're they all right. golden, man. I biased. I hate them. Unbiased. Mm-hmm. No, I just there's just there's there's a thing is too much. There's a yeah. thing is too much. The funny thing is though, we haven't seen on on the ice yet. I can't wait, but they're they're oh yeah yeah okay for the nights here four years old. Let's give you a retro throwback sweater, okay? Throwing all <laughs> throwback. Throwing it back to 2017, <laughs> okay? But um, I prefer the red ones. Right now, those red ones aren't bad. I mean, I, for the nights, they're not terrible. bad, but as a sweater, uh, or for the nights, they're, they're kind of amp as a sweater. They're not bad. I can't get behind these gold ones, though. Also, teal is always just going to look so much better, so it doesn't matter. I don't matter. think that's how that works. Yeah, it but, is. Uh, like, honestly, I do think I do agree. The gold kind of seems like a lot for – like, it, honestly, they kind of look like a like a pregame jersey. Like, a lot of teams wear, like, pregame, yes. like, warm-up jerseys. It looks like a warm-up. That's, that's what it looks like. It, it, it looks like an extra fancy gold-plated warm-up jersey like it doesn't look like it looks like they all forgot their jerseys at home they're like man just keep the fucking warm-up jersey on <laughs> that's what it looks like oh yeah but not sold i would love to know what you guys think about these things so let us know whether you like them whether you hate them we'll get a pull out on twitter instagram and stuff like that i'll uh i'll do something for you guys so we can see the results um i'm not a fan though 
Not a fan, but well, maybe they'll grow on me. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I highly Just doubt me. it, though. But, Jim, let's kind of get on to our, our last little talking point of the show. And as I said, we already have a very, very strong uh, candidate, and he is the leader for Sports Idiot of the Year. And that's none other than former UFC now now former like UFC former. fighter Ahman Isatar because they're on fire island gym okay because they were in this they were getting ready for UFC 257 and oh boy I cannot wait to drop our show about this with, with awesome. our UFC correspondent Blake Campbell because oh is there so much to, <laughs> I can't though can't do on this one because we gotta keep it we gotta keep it on the other one gotta keep yeah. it on the other one so just keep that's an eye out for that card. drop because it'll be it'll be out soon so hell that's, of a card that's that's big money right there but so you're on Fight Island you're on heavy lockdown rules and quarantine stuff mm-hmm. like that and when you get there you have to stay in your hotel room for a certain number of days and, and have a certain number of tests and stuff like that you wear your wristband so like people know that you're quarantined like like they you're tracked is essentially yeah. what it is or you can be like oh man and you could go along with your cornerman and like essentially your fight team cut off your wristbands and give it to someone else to wear so they can get in or like seeing someone over the fence and then have all this con camera then hey better yet you have a there's a mystery bag in this a uh, whole whole jumble of of news too so I still don't know what to make of this. You're still one of the dumbest things, dude. Just say quarantine because I just miss out like 50k of, for a fight. Yeah. That's a lot of money. It costs a lot of money to, to, to travel and stuff like money. that for your quarantine exactly. stuff. Because then, a lot of a lot of fighters uh, have to pay for a lot of their own traveling. Yeah. And then they get compensated after the fact. Mm-hmm. So since he is now flown there and paid for all of his camp and stuff like they that. They get cut. He got cut. He he can't pay for his camp and his hotel and all that stuff. Future now. Bellator fighter Alvin Isatar. Yeah, that was uh, dumb, dude. Just is it that hard? You're a day away from a fight that could probably change Literally, your life, and you just... they, he did this on Friday. The fight was on Saturday, and then also you ruin it for the other guy. The other guy now doesn't have well, a fight. Well, lucky for his opponent. Um, there is another fighter in the same weight class uh, that got cut, uh, that uh, missed weight, so they were able to put that fight together. So mm-hmm. he still got his purse, but at the same time, dude, you lost your job because maybe, maybe it's one of these. He lost his job because he could keep it in his pants, kind of thing. Which we, hey, hey, let's hope we're, it doesn't. We're assuming at this point we still have. Or no like that one. Uh, let's go back to that one Seattle rookie that that tried to sneak his girlfriend in is a punter. For all of our AFL fans, you know, huge audience for you guys. Love the hell out of all of you. Yeah. But if you're the Richmond, uh, no, no, this was the Brisbane Tigers I, I or Brisbane Lions, I believe. Not mm-hmm. uh, not the not Richmond, but I believe this is Brisbane. You had a young player sink someone to the team hotel, and he got um, suspended. So, hey, just, just, it's not that hard, guys. Just look at the. Chill out. <laughs> Just, just pay. A, you just, can do all the stuff when you get home. <laughs> right? Hey, when when in doubt, check the bank account. Exactly. Ooh. When you if you're broke, you need to stop doing all the smoke. You know what I'm saying? Stay <laughs> off the weed. The weed. Stay <laughs> off 
the weed. Stay quarantined. <laughs> Stop doing dumb stuff when your life is going to be changed by like a single, like literally your one day. Just away make from money. Just make money. Life to be money. And now, like, uh, hey, uh, more of the story. Um, don't be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a fun way to wrap things up because that's going to do it for us, folks. It's been episode 56 of the Episodic Fourth and Long podcast. So you can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Technically, don't really use it. Yeah, um, we just had it, though. maybe later down the road i don't know no it's never going to happen but check out um (laughs) get your sports betting done with thrive fantasy use the promo code all that fun stuff you got free money right there and also before we end just want to give a big shout out and thank you to our patreon sponsors of course you can go to patreon.com slash fourth and long and just starting at a dollar a month you can join this very prestigious list of the top fans in the world and we love you guys Mm -hmm. just want to give a shout out to ray rodriguez for all your card needs so for your sports cards and all that fun stuff go to instagram follow at the big bat box for all your needs right there shout out to neil wiley and his youtube channel chosen problems and also thank you to ryan watson for his patronage and then jalen always a pleasure and then if you have one thing to say that you're excited most about Right now, looking at this week, what is it? This week, I'm looking at the aftermath of this UFC card that just happened, uh, waiting to see what that turns into, uh, and waiting to see where the rest of this uh, NBA season and NHL season goes. Can't wait. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you in the next one. Check out, uh, just wait for our NFL championship weekend uh, NFL breakdown to drop. Wait for what's going to be UFC. 20, I think UFC Talk 30 is about to drop with this UFC 257 breakdown. All this fun stuff. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you in the next one. <laughs>